this Friday, and I think it's time. It's time for a bonus pod, bitches. Welcome to the Fat to Fit or Else podcast. Yeah. Where we talk about fitness, food, motivation, and general angry rants from the fat man himself, Stretch Roberts. So get ready for all of the above with a side of bacon. Here is your host, Stretch. Welcome to another episode of Fat to Fit or Else. I'm trying to be fit. I'm really trying to stay fit. I'm working on it. I got um, two trips into the gym. I'm going to try to get one. I would have got it tonight. I'm recording this on a Thursday night. I would have got it tonight. But I got done at work and I looked and I was like, crap, I didn't bring my gym clothes. And I've gone and bought new gym clothes on that situation. But I was like, no, I'll just do it. I'm trying to do three days a week. Last week I didn't do any. But I will uh, hit it on Friday after work and then I'm good. God, I got to work all weekend. I'm working Saturday and Sunday this weekend and then extra early shift on Monday. I have no rest. No rest before the surgery. Surgery will be one week from today. So, unless I get... I might get a bonus pod in next Thursday, maybe. So, we might get two bonuses pods. Probably not going to get a brand new um, Fat to Fit or Else show on the Monday after. So, March 11th. But I'm going to say that's probably not going to happen. By the way, everyone's trying to scare the crap out of me. Oh, yeah. That's the most painful thing I've ever had. Oh, yeah. That's the worst surgery you could ever have. Longest recovery, most pain. I'm like, what What the hell? If it's that bad, they wouldn't let me out of the hospital the same day. Hour and a half surgery, he said. About an hour and a half. Then they put me in in the recovery room, and then they wake me up and call my wife and say, come get that fat ass of yours and bring him home. He's grumpy. And feed him. He's, he's He's hangry is what it is. You know what I know is right down the street from where I'm having surgery. I mean, literally right down the street. Randy's Donuts. What a good way to recover. Randy's Donut. Ooh, and it's a Friday. There's no meat in a Randy's Donut. I could totally have a Randy's Donut on Friday. I make my wife stop at Randy's Donuts after my surgery on Friday. She is not thrilled about having to take care of me because she doesn't like to because apparently I'm angry. And Hulk Hulk smash. But I'm going to be Hulk high. I Gnarly op- opioids. I'm going to be like, whoo, all is good. We'll see, though. I get, I'm still waiting on my pillows. That's the main thing I really need. I am, I'm starting to get ready for the gimp life. I'm stoked on my clip-on ties. I did a post on Instagram of that. I found those because it hurts now because I put on a tie every day for work. It hurts like hell going behind my collar, flipping my collar up, then folding the collar back down over the tie. It I, That hurts. I don't, I'm, and then with one hand, I can't do that. So I was like, do they still sell clip-on? When I was a little kid in a private school, we would have to put on a tie to go to church. So in the morning, we would go into class, we would button up our things, and they were clip-on ties. We just, there was a box of clip-on ties for the boys, and, and it was so, I'm so old that the girls had to put basically what was a doily in their hair. There were hair clips and doilies, and the girls clipped one of those to their head, and the boys clipped on a tie. And we went to church every morning, but then they changed that. And that only lasted up to like second or third grade. We're talking 1970s because I am an old fool from the old school. And then they're like, yeah, you don't have to wear a tie anymore to church. We still had to wear our little button-up shirts and our little sweaters because we wore a uniform every day. But the, the tie was only for church. And that went out the window. But that clip-on tie was genius. Click, click, click. You can't have little kids tying a tie. And I'm a, I'm a giant fat 
Little kid can't tie. Ah, so I got those. Now I got to get some slip-on shoes that I can just step into. Uh, shout out to uh, someone give me the recommendation for those Skechers. Those Skechers shoes. I saw those the other day. They just look expensive for what they are. I'm like, damn, those are steep. But you don't have to slip on. You don't have to do anything. You just step into them and they click up over your heel. Like the heel's rubber. I really like that. I think it's a great design, those Skechers. So I wish the... Uh, mean spiral lady had some wave maxes like that i would love a step into spiral wave max man i i should have that's how we should design the fat stretch shoe the fat stretch max i think that's what we call it the fat stretch max get a get a pen and a pad i gotta start taking notes here and then i gotta turn this into the mean spiral lady when she can laugh at me and say yeah not gonna happen idiot but i'll try so i'll try uh, if you guys are into the Spiras, go to Spiras.com uh, at checkout. You can use Fit10, get a 10% discount. That is the way they know you've listened to the podcast. Shout out to everybody listening to the podcast, though. Every time I look, there's like somewhere else on there. I'm like, whoa, there was not someone there before. So very, very cool. Shout out to all of you guys. Appreciate you. Uh, we talk here about, try to talk about working out, my, my workout journey in particular, which has been incredibly sidebarred. As I go into uh, surgery next week with the injured, so but but to be honest, when I started this journey, I was got in. I didn't do anything before. I just said, "All right, I'm starting." I I quit the the big forty nine doing the morning show every day, and I quit my job at the university where I was doing security, and I went back to my old job, and I'm like, "All right, I got my life back. Now I am going to." go to the gym and I'm going to start this and I'm going to hold myself accountable by torturing myself. I've stopped torturing myself because the pain got so bad. But the first week I was working out, my son was like, yeah, dad, come, come to my gym with me as a guest and we'll work out together. And I go, cool. And so I went and met him. We went and worked out and I blew out my shoulder warming up with 135 pound bench press. Click, click. But because I'm a Neanderthal and because I'm a knuckle dragger, I said, Oh, yeah, I, I, I've been hurt before. I'll just power through. You know what you don't do when you're over 50? You don't power through. That's not a thing anymore. That doesn't happen. I didn't know that then. I know that now. But as I powered through from August until really when did this get to the point of, I guess, January, I had to go into my doctor to get the, no, I, I went in December. It was December when I went to see this guy. So, by November, December, I had fully screwed it up. It was really starting to hurt. I, it was affecting the sleep bad all throughout October, November, December. So I got away August. Yeah, September I was okay. And then by October, it was effed. And it's still effed and it gets worse. I I, I banged a little the other night, though. It felt good because I know I'm not going to be able to do that ever again. Something about knowing you can't do something makes you want to do it all the more. And I um, went in there and I did some curls, which I'm not supposed to do because I also have a torn bicep tendon. Stupid. And the rotator cuff's got two tears, but there's two separate tendons that each have tears. This is stupid. Stupid, stupid. But I tried to power through, and now uh, this is what we got. But I'm getting surgery ready. Got all my meds. Get, I, they asked me if I want an ice machine because I'm supposed to ice it, but I, I think I'm just going to buy ice packs. I got to get those this weekend, all while working um, seven days. I did get into Newport Beach today for work, and that was nice. 
man, it was beautiful there. It was sunny and beautiful. It was kind of cloudy and gloomy at work. It looked like it was going to rain. And then when I got down into Newport, it was sunny and beautiful. I don't know if it was just while I was there, but it was nice there today. Orange County is awesome. If you live in Orange County, consider yourself blessed. I live in L.A. County. Like this morning when I got up, I'm in the shower and I hear, I remember I'm in the shower at uh, what before six o'clock in the morning when I get in the shower. I'm like, what the hell is that? Like, is something running in the garage? Like, what's going on? And then I hear it. I'm like, no, that's outside. Who's running a tree trimmer before 6 a.m.? It was helicopters. News helicopters just over the roof of my house. Just They are so effing loud. I wanted to shoot at them with a laser pen. Like, I was that kind of angry with it. I didn't. I was like, I should pop them with a laser pen, get those effers off from the roof of my house. And it ended up someone hit a fire hydrant down on Pacific Coast Highway very near my house, and they were just right over the roof. Just, oh, that's so annoying. I hate those damn things. And then when I got home tonight, there was a LAPD helicopter flying around the hill behind me. I live what they call the bluff area of Palisades, and then there's a hill where, like, Tom Hanks and freaking um, – all those fancy rich people live up there. And uh, Steven Spielberg, all those guys, they live up on the top of the hill. And up in that area, the LAPD helicopter was circling, and the the lady cop was talking. And she was like, no, no, the other way, the other way, around the back. And I'm like, is she directing? Like, is there a home break-in or something like that? Because we've had those in this neighborhood. And she was, I don't know if she was directing someone that they had stopped in a car or someone they were holding there with the helicopter until units arrived or if she was directing units to where the suspect was, but that wasn't comforting as I got home. Getting helicoptered to death over here in the Palisades. What the hell is happening? Go back to East L.A. That doesn't doesn't happen too often over there. I like working in East Los. It's nice over there. The people are nice. People like to keep to themselves. They do. You don't have nosy neighbors. Like, like, they're not going to come up and, and... tell you how to do crap with your dog. I had a lady one day, it's a true story, I had my pug outside and he had just got a bath and my yard is fenced. There's a fence around my yard and, and the pug was outside running around and my pug is blind and you could open the gate and he couldn't find the gate to get out of it. But it, the gate was closed. He was in there and I had a neighbor come up and read me the riot act because he didn't have a collar and a tag on. That doesn't go well with Stretch. Stretch will tell you to go F yourself. I did tell a old lady this week I get the f away from my get the f away from my fence my female german shepherd is a is a b my boy is, is is he used to be aggressive but now he can't jump or do anything and he can't run so he's he's he might bark a little but he's not doing anything he's retired but the female will try to rip your face off if she gets the chance and she's aggressive but that's her job that's why you have dogs to protect your house to alert you to someone who shouldn't be there and this lady's walking down the street, walking her dog, and that sets the female off. And so she's barking at her, barking at her. And I'm holding the pug because I'm walking him down the stairs. Remember, he is blind. And my dog's jumping up and barking and barking at her. Well, she stops and leans over the fence. And I say, get the F away from my fence. My dog's going to bite you in the face. Like, what the F are you doing? <laughs> I just went off on this lady. And she like, looks at me like, ah. Oh. 
Yeah, my dog's not being cute right now. She's really trying to get you, and you leaning in over my fence stopping to talk to her isn't going to help the matters. And I can't grab her because I'm holding a stupid bug. Dummy. Dummy, dummy. I hate stupid dog people. And by that, I mean people who are stupid about dogs. Like, if I see you coming down the street and I'm walking my dog, and you're walking towards me, and then I cross the street to go on the other side so I don't have to pass you on the sidewalk, and then you cross the street to get to where I am, chances are a few F-bombs are coming your way. Like, what the F are you doing? You don't think I cross the street to get the F away from you? My dog's not nice. Dumb effer. That's probably the conversation we're going to have. Have I ever mentioned I'm not the nicest guy in the world? I'm trying to be nicer, but I have no tolerance for stupid. Stupid's really hard for me. It's very, very hard for me to do stupid with stupid. You're stupid. Uh, you're. I'm probably going to let you know. And probably. Probably going to happen. Even though I'm kinder and gentler, less likely to punch you in the face nowadays, especially with the arm surgery, I'm not going to be able to punch you in the face. Almost punched a guy in the face today at LAX. Not going to lie. I was at LAX getting some VIPs. And when I rolled in there, a dude cut me off and I honked at him and he flipped me off. That'll get your ass beat. He ran like a bitch. I chased him. Also had an encounter, a near-violent encounter with a homeless man in Chinatown tonight. I, After work, when I realized I did not have my workout clothes, I said I would go to Chinatown to my favorite place, One Cock. That's right. It's a hole-in-the-wall restaurant. I think it has like a C-grade letter grade on the, on the window. But it's really cheap, awesome Chinese food. And it's got a walk-up window for dim sum that is amazing. And uh, I got my food, parked my car, and just wasting time. And then when I was walking back to my car, there was a homeless guy standing in the middle of the street. And he sees me, and I'm a good ways off. My car is pretty far down the street because I parked at a meter. And the guy starts walking at me, like tough guy walking at me. And, I mean, don't threaten me with a good time. So I continue on the path I'm on, and he's making it because I was walking, crossing the street, but it's not a very busy street. And I'm crossing the street, walking diagonally slowly towards my car, and he puts himself directly in my path, walking straight at me. And he was kind of standing by my car when I started heading that way. And uh, I think he thought he was going to, like, scare me or make me move or say something to me. And then what happened is, as he got closer to me... um, Objects in the rearview mirror are larger than they appear is kind of what happened to him. Uh, the closer I got, the bigger I got, and the more he decided he was on a bad path and had a bad thing, and I bitched him and made him move. And <laughs> he moved and went onto the sidewalk to get the hell away from me, and it looked at me like I was going to hit. And I looked at him like, I'm going to freaking smash your face in if you even say a word to me. You got to have that attitude. It's a projecting thing. It gets people to leave you alone. You got to carry yourself like that. That's a little tip from uh, old Uncle Stretch Dog. That's for sure. Just carry yourself like you're going to whoop somebody's ass. And chances are people will leave you alone. Don't start trouble. Just don't take any trouble. Don't start no mess. Won't be no mess. What? Yeah. Rapping. Ah, oh, man. Um. By the way, since my last podcast on Monday... My friend did uh, finally succumb to his his illness, and he passed away on Monday night, and that was a very sad time for our whole uh, crew of friends. And it's fun. I made friends with, uh, uh, you know who I made friends with? This is old school. This is an old school reference, and you may or may not have any idea who I'm talking about, but uh, 
Remember my friend I worked with at Power 106 when I was 18 years old back in the 80s. And I was the first friend I ever made in radio, uh, my friend Lyle. And I met him there. He was already on the street team and had been there since it was Magic 106 before it was even Power. And he and this guy Jeff were my friends and they were in the promotions department and they helped get me hired into the promotions department. So I actually got a paid job instead of being a free intern. And they were my, they, Lyle was my first friend and was a good guy, really good dude. And he passed away on Monday and I remained friends with him all the way through. We would stay in touch. We would talk. We would all go out. We had a group. There was four of us that used to go out. By the way, my band that we recorded an album, uh, Lyle was in my band. He was part of my band. The album is out there somewhere. No one has a copy of that album anymore. It was on Thump Records. And I'm not going to give any more information than that because it's rather embarrassing. But fun times. And we toured. And when we toured, and by touring, I mean we just played the club scene here in L.A. And we went around doing these shows. And none of that was ever supposed to happen. The entire thing was a gimmick. We went out and lip-synced to a band at a Power 106 show. It was an old-school retro show. And we went out and did this thing, like the, our friend group, the, the five of us. And uh, myself, Lyle, John of the John and Jeff show, and a bunch of guys, and and Jeff was in it. John and Jeff were, were both there, and they were both in it. They later went on to 97.1 talk show fame. I went on to Star 98 uh, fame. Lyle left radio completely. And then another guy that was our front man was an actual singer and sang uh, house music, this guy Eric Devonay. And then we had one other guy named Mike Rico that fell off the face of the earth. But that was our little band, and we did that as a joke at a retro show, a choreographed. It literally was like a boy band dance routine. There's video of it somewhere. John has it. And then all of a sudden, promoters started coming up afterwards going, hey, will you guys play my club? Will you play my club? Next thing you know, we're playing like three or four clubs a week all over Southern California. And then Thump Records comes and goes, hey, you guys want to do a single? We're like, yeah, yeah, you forget, we don't sing. We just really, really rehearsed a dance routine. And we did. It's crazy. Crazy time. But Lyle was in that, and it's still a running joke amongst this friend group. And I had a lot of good times with that guy. And I really, really am going to miss him. He had a great sense of humor. Uh, I would always joke, Lyle was my African-American friend. I I could always say, I'm not racist. I have a black friend. (laughs) That was my thing. But uh, uh, he was not my only African-American friend, but I will tell you, he was my first African-American friend. And and I really, really love that guy. So I'm going to miss you. You were a great friend and rest in peace, my brother. But that's what happened. I figured I'd give you guys the update on that because that's been going on for the last couple of weeks here on the pod. And uh, my, uh, my new friend, who I didn't know when I worked at Power because I was so new and, and uneventful, if you remember back in the days of the Jay Thomas show, there was a girl named uh, Power Mouth Patty. She was the sidekick to Jay Thomas. And she wasn't there that long before she left and Monica Brooks took over. And I knew Monica, was great friends with Monica for a long time and worked with her again at Mega later in my life. But uh, uh, Patty was really tight with Lyle because Lyle was there from the very beginning of Power. And she reached out to me and I didn't know her. And now uh, I've been talking to her and she's a, a really nice lady. And she's still here in Southern California and old radio people are old radio people. You just sit and BS about the business. 
which is dying, by the way. It's going away. But the, the, the glory days were there, and it was fun times. I've done a lot of great stuff in my life thanks to that. I really, really have. I've got a lot of great friends that I'm blessed to have called uh, Lyle, my friend, and, you know, John and Jeff and my friend Alma, my whole little uh, friend group. But, you know, it's uh, another sign of you're getting old. Your friends start uh, passing away, and you're like, wow, he's not that old. You're so young. You know, we're pretty old. We're all pretty old. Yeah, you go. I I know that, like, when I told you guys the other day, I looked in the mirror, and I saw my grandfather, and I'm like, what? Oh, that's me. I look just like my grandpa. (laughs) That's a true story. But I am rapidly approaching. My grandfather died when he was only 57 years old. So my last look of seeing my grandfather, he was right at my age range is where he was. I'm not 57, but not that far from it. And he, and, and I looked at him like, man, I look like my grandpa. But it's because my grandpa was that age when he died. So I do look like my grandfather. It's pretty weird. And uh, that that's just, I don't know. But I look and see, you see your friends. And that's another reason we're doing this. It's another reason to be fat to fit or else. And another reason I've told you guys I'm not going to quit. I'm I'm still eating like crap. I haven't recovered from my funk and the surgery and just wanting to throw in the towel. And I could have actually got to just say, F it. I'll get over the, like, I'm going to reset after I come back from the surgery. That I, I was at that. And mentally, I was at that. And then this crap happened with my friend Lyle. And I'm like, dude, he had a stroke. Like, that killed him. He's not that old. He's definitely not that much older than me. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like, this is, like, that's th- that can happen. If you don't take care of yourself, you don't take your medication, you don't go to the doctor, that can happen. And it can still happen even if you do. So, please, for the people that love you, do the right thing and take care of yourself. Because I'm trying to do the right thing. And, and, and I'm not going to lie, this this really freaked me out. This The death of my friend has really freaked me out, and it's really got me to, well, I'm not going to throw in that. I'm going to go ahead and try to work out as best I can after the surgery and try to keep going and not take my foot off the gas. I'm, I'm going to have to slow down, and I'm going to have to redo the things I do, but it's all the more motivation to keep this entire freaking thing going. Fat to fit or else is not going away. Granted, I've got... uh. God Wants to Talk to You, which is my, my Bible study podcast. That's not going away either. Passionate about both of these because you know why? In the end, I'm trying to help people. I'll uh, try to help you get healthy and live longer. And if you listen to the other podcasts, hopefully I'll steer you to God and save your eternal soul. Look at that. I'm just helping everybody. So <laughs> what I'm doing. I'm telling you, it's funny. I'm losing friends over God Wants to Talk to You. Because as soon as people hear you're doing religious, oh, boy. Oh, he's got all Bible beater. Oh, uh, yeah, you're getting all preachy. Yeah, that's great. It's not It's not that at all. I've always been there. I'm just out with it now. I'm out and about with it. It's like I came out of the spiritual closet, so to speak. <laughs> oh, boy. And you still hear that I'm still a horrible person. I'm still a wretched, awful sinner that wants to punch people in the face and curse out old ladies that are leaning over my fence. I'm not there. I'm, I'm not... I'm not fully saved. I'm trying to be. I'm hoping to be. I'm trying to get things right. But in the meantime, I got to get healthy and then I got to get saved. Like what happens if I don't get healthy? What happens if if I have a stroke? What happens if I go, just go lay down one night and don't get up? Uh, That could happen. And I don't want that to happen. So if I do, I better be ready for the other side too. Trying to get everything squared away. Wrapping Wrapping up the big show here is what I'm doing. 
<laughs> wrapping up the big man's big show. Man, I'm going to miss my friend. I'm really going to miss my friend. He's a good-ass dude and, and kept me funny. I would say inappropriate stuff to him. I don't know if you know me, but that's kind of what I do. I say inappropriate stuff, and I'm most always joking. I would say things very offensive things that are just a joke, just to rile someone up and see what they say, and he would always call me on it. And he would always say, you fat, redneck, racist idiot, say something back to me. Oh, man. This is not going to be great going going on without that guy. I'm going to miss gonna miss him, going to miss him. And let this be something to you, man. If you've got someone in your life that is your friend, tell your friends you love them. I'm calling all my friends. I'm touching base with all the old crew, and I'm like, man, I love you. You're, you're my dog, and, and I love you, and... If I'm not with you all the time, just know we're going to get together again soon and uh, know that you mean a lot to me. I'm trying to do that with everyone. <sighs> and I started this whole thing to be a better person, to get healthy and to be a better son and be a better you know, husband and, and father and everything else. So trying to make up for lost time. And I'm glad that I have the time to make up for it because a lot of times when you figure this out, you're at the uh, wrong side of being alive. So if anything, I've, I've gained that from this experience with my friend, and I'm grateful for that. So let's wrap this up now that I have downed you all out. But uh, just know it's it's not a, a, a sad thing. I've, I'm in the tears. There has been a lot of laughter in the last week, just recalling all the stuff that we've done over the years with my, with our friend and the stupid band and the album and, or the single, we didn't do an album, but, and all of the shows and the craziness that we would do, going to all the clubs back in the day, just good times of being young and dumb, and it was fun. So, uh, reach out to people, that's what I urge you this week, reach out to some people, let them know how you feel, and and make time to go spend some time with some people. It's great to be at home and watch TV, no one loves to do that more than me. But I've, I'll tell you this, I've never went away from a night out with old friends that I came home going, man, I wish I would have stayed home and watched TV. That's never happened. I have always came home going, man, that was fun. I should do that more. I should get out there more. But, and, and, and if you look at you right now, look in the mirror. If you're like, I'm fat, I don't want to go see my friends because I'm fat. Well, then do something about it, chunky. Get skinny. Get yourself in shape. Go work out. Start a plan. And you know who's going to be your biggest supporters? Your friends. They're the ones. And they don't care what you look like. They've known you when you were fat. They've known you were skinny. They've known you when you had hair. They've known you when you had none. Those are your friends. And if they're your real friends, they're just, they just want to see you. They don't want to wait to see. If you wait till you're perfect, if you wait till you're your ideal weight or you're looking good, you may not ever talk to some of your friends again and family members. That goes for everyone. Same thing with, with your family, too. It's like, oh, I, you know, I don't really have the money to go out, and uh, so if I, I don't want to be that guy. Blah, blah, blah. No, shut up. Stop making excuses and do it. You will thank me that you do it. So uh, I, I just talked with my friend. We had texted the other day. We didn't get a chance to talk because I was at work. But it, and that's another thing. I didn't. He he had reached out to me. I could have picked up the phone and called him and been hey. But I didn't know that was the last time I was ever going to hear from him. And that's what happens. So do the right thing. 
don't make everything perfect. Work on yourself. We're all work in progress. Everything is, but our friends are our friends, and you never know when you're going to lose them. And same thing with your parents and your siblings. And make peace with your damn siblings, too. Don't be at odds with your brother or sister. Settle that beef. Even Be the bigger person. I don't have any beef my, with my my, uh, my brother. I absolutely am, uh, love my brother. We don't spend at all time together, at all, at all. He lives in Palm Springs. I live here, and we're all busy. But uh, we have no beef, and we do enjoy being around each other. So I urge you to make amends, patch people up, and um, enjoy your life. And enjoy being with your loved ones while you got them. All right, I will be back uh, next week. I'll kick in a new show on Monday. Even though I'm working on Sunday, too. Man, I got screwed this week. Oh, well. I'll talk to you then. Have a great weekend. Thank you for being a part of Fat to Fit or else. Please take some of what I said to heart and do something about it. And do something about yourself. And get healthy and happy. And I'll talk to you next week.